Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast, episode 28, a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball, board games, and everything in between. It's still the 13th of December, 2018, and my name's Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. And how are we feeling? Good. Good? Good. Yeah. Good. I am also good. That's good. I, I, I think it's good. Still feeling hungover? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I go in and out. <laughs> uh, let's play the game. Cool. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> is it an excited, oh, that's right, or is that a, oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm sure it's an excited one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so we are playing, let me bring up the doobie what's it, 100 Games You Must Play Before You Die, the Retro Gamer magazine special where they did a reader poll uh, with 100 games ranked according to readers, mm-hmm. which would make sense as a reader poll. And uh, each of you are going to have five guesses. We've gone over this a few times, so we won't go over the rules too much. Needless to say, it's a close race so far with John on two points and Matt on two points. Mm-hmm. Um, let me bring up the spreadsheet of the games. Nope, that's not going to work. Excel is not the right program. I want Google Sheets. <laughs> Excel, Google Sheets, same thing really. We need a coin, because I'm going to flip a coin to see who goes first. And try not to drop it on the floor this time. <laughs> You're calling it, John. Okay, heads. Tails. Oh. Matt goes first. What? Am I ready? <laughs> <laughs> Are you starting to flag, Matt? What's a Nintendo franchise that we haven't touched on yet? This is this is a lot of thinking now. Right. <laughs> and. I, I think in Kirby, but I don't even know any of these games. Mm. I couldn't even tell mm. you the name of mm. any of these Kirby games. Mm. Can I accept that? I don't know if I can accept that. Yeah, you can't. No, I don't think so. Because Is then someone would just say Kirby? Sonic. I would like to choose a Sonic game. Mm. What? And maybe Kirby. there's a bunch of Sonic games in there. Yeah. Well, I would imagine it defaults to the original, whatever the original Kirby game was. Mm. The problem there is I don't think any of us know what the original Kirby no, game is. <laughs> so, no, you're going to have to be more specific, Matt. This is this is the hard stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, Not that hard. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dying here. <laughs> uh, is Mario Party a game? The, fo- the whole game. The whole- yeah. It's not Mario Party 64 <laughs> or anything like that. You mean the first Mario Party? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Which is probably called Mario Party. Do we think? I think so. Oh, what system is the first one? See, I don't even know this. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I think it's fair to say Mario Party, the one on 64. Yeah. Surely mm. you don't have to know That's probably the not the name. We're going to be here forever. Mario Party, the one on 64. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to accept Mario Party. Okay. <laughs> and you are wrong. Yeah. There is no Mario Party. And that's not to say there isn't a Mario Party. Mm. But there's no... Really? 
Mario Party. Wow. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So it's not <laughs> called Mario Party? Mario Party is called Mario Party. Right. He's saying there's a sequel. There could be. How could there be? There's so many Mario yep, Parties. There's a lot. <laughs> Did you not know about that? There's like eight of them. I, I, I mean, I'm looking at Wikipedia. There's so many. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. There is no I, I original Mario Party in the list. Which of these would even be more popular than the first one? Does it say which one was the first one? Mario Party. Right. I'm glad we saw that Which is on the problem. Nintendo 64. Right. And it's just called Mario Party, <laughs> mm, not yeah. Mario Party 64. No, no. yeah. So that was, okay. that's the thing. I, I wasn't sure if it was not Mario Party. Not Ultra Mario, Mario Party. <laughs> In the end, you lost a point, Matt. Sure. John. All right. I'm going with a choice inspired by the popularity of a recent release, mm. but not the recent release. Hmm. Uh, Mario Party? Smash Brothers Melee. Ooh. Or it might be... Is it Super Smash Brothers Melee? We have nothing on Smash Brothers Melee. Melee? 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 Is it... It's not Super Smash Brothers, is it? Do I have to be that specific or can you... Yeah, it is Super, yeah. No. I'm surprised that's not in there, actually. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's it's a niche game, I think. Yeah, mm, but very popular, but yeah, I guess it's niche. Yeah. But I am inspired now. Oof. <laughs> he was. He started <laughs> off this is flagged. Yeah, I know, I know. Here we go. He's, Nintendo he's, he's alive now. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Ah, the original one. Yes, yes, yes. Right. It's got to be in there, surely. There is no oh Donkey Kong. Oh. Okay. No But I'm going to keep going Kong. on this track anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, something's going to be there. Congratulations, Matt. You're the first person. Actually, I don't know if this has happened before, but you're on zero points now. <laughs> John won. Yeah, Matt I think I zero. got to zero before. Yeah, you're right. All right. Um, well, I was going to choose something in a similar vein, but I'm not so confident about it now. Hmm. But... I'll just say it. How mm. about Galaga or mm. Gallagher? Yeah, yeah. Gallagher. Galaga. Mm. There's no Galaga oh, no. or Gallagher. <sighs> no. Uh. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is getting hard now. I might still choose the next one on my list anyway. Hang on, I've got to put John at zero. Oh. <laughs> there we go. You're both on zero. It's not going well. No, there's no way. This I, I is, don't think this there's is no going way well at all. any of these games aren't on the list, including this one. I'm about to say yes, Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man's in the list. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I was just building some tension there. <laughs> at number forty-seven. Yeah. So, you saved yourself from going into the minuses. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. But for how long? Can John do the same as I spit on the microphone? <laughs> I didn't need to say that because the readers couldn't see that, but, you know. Um, damn, I didn't have one loaded up. Let's see. I've got to think, like... I feel like I need to think Super Nintendo. Uh, oh, there's some really big ones. <laughs> think of anything Obviously right there is. I mean, you guys have probably guessed about 20 out of this 100. 
So there's about 80 games left <laughs> and you guys are struggling. I'm not saying I could do better, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. That's not a game. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, what's it called? Gunstar Heroes. Wow. Is that going to be there? Come on. Probably not because it's it maybe one of the obscure. greatest games. And yes, you should play it, but. It's not there. John likes his obscure choices, but yes, that is a really good game. And a popular game. But strangely, not in the list. And John goes to minus one. Damn it. What can you say? Yeah. What round are we up to? Three? Four. Four? I think we're up to round four. Let's say four. So, <laughs> have we not picked Street Fighter 2 yet? Ah. Yeah. Well, I haven't got all the things that were oh, no. not in I there. Don't I've got good news and bad news. What's that? Street Fighter 2 is in the list. Yeah. It's already been chosen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Am I getting another pick? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm losing a point. No, I think, I think that's fair. Otherwise, we're going to be going forever. It, then the, the readers next... are probably already thinking this is going on forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the next pick is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> we don't have a Mortal Kombat. Oh. Wow. <sighs> How do you have a top 100 without a Mortal Kombat in there? Shocking. Got to remember to spell it with a K. Yeah. Matt, back down to a zero. Damn it. I was writing and not thinking. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Super Nintendo. Mm. Got to pick something on Super Nintendo. Mm. Yeah, see, the... I didn't do that last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Surely someone said Castlevania 4. No. Uh, actually, last time when... You said Symphony of the Night. I was thinking, oh, that's that should be the next, mm. the next one. Uh, Is it called Castlevania Four? Super Castlevania. I was waiting for someone to say Super Castlevania Four. I was just being pedantic. Huh. It's in the list. Okay. So so typical of you to be pedantic. <laughs> At number ninety-four. Oh, oh wow! Congratulations, John. You're no longer <laughs> in the minus. Oh. Back to zero. And we're into the last round. Mm. I think we're... Uh, yeah. Let's see if you guys can stay in the pluses, the neutrals. <laughs> oh, you know what? Last time I was thinking too is what would be really helpful. And I think this might become necessary in the interest of actually getting all the games. <laughs> is if you tell us how many... Of each uh, platform, there are like, do you know what I mean? Like, how many games in each platform in the top 100? Oh. So we'll know, you know, there's 12 more Super Nintendo games or. Yeah, I think we could do that. You know. That's a good idea. Mm. That is a suggestion that could be included. Mm-hmm. I'll write it down. Cool. Go on, Matt. You can do it. Is this so one, one guest left each? Yep. 
Let me see how many of you guys have guessed already. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 exactly mm-hmm. out of 100. So you I could throw a dart at a stack of no. games and you'd probably <laughs> hit one of these things. No. <laughs> I think you're exaggerating how maybe, complicated maybe a little this bit. is. Maybe a little bit. I'm not thinking any... Super Nintendo is definitely the way to go. Nintendo franchises seem to be the way to go. <laughs> but I, uh, on the spot, I think... So, and you're not a crazy. Nintendo guy, so... Yeah, no. And why is this magazine? Isn't this from Europe? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. So... I was trying to think of more arcade games. Hmm. Remember, there's PC in the mix too. You know PC games. Hmm. I mean, we we already picked Doom, I think. Um, I haven't got it written down here. How many iconic PC games are there? There's quite a few. Doom. Doom two. <laughs> Doom, Doom three. three. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> Wolfenstein 3. Ah, okay, there's no Wolfenstein 3D yet. Are you saying we... Are you letting me off here? I, I probably shouldn't say anything because I'm going to steer you one way and you're going to guess it wrong and then... I'll save them for another time. Oh, should I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, everyone's learning how Just indecisive I Just make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> 80 games, come on. Yeah, this, this has proven to be so difficult. Leisure Suit Larry. So. <laughs> <laughs> so many games. Doom. No? Is that the official did, decision? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm sure we picked that already. Doom is in the list. Yeah. And it has not been chosen God. yet. <laughs> At number eight. I've got one in mind. Congratulations. I can't remember if I said it or not last time. Well, as we've ascertained, you're allowed to say one that's in the list, and if it's in the list has already gotten, then you get another chance. Okay. Metal Gear Solid. The first one? Yeah. I was thinking of that earlier. Ooh. I didn't think it was in there, but it's in there. At number 15. I didn't think it was in there. Well, I tried Metal Gear and press enter and enter and nothing moved. But I don't know. I just thought of another one. Well, you can't have any more guesses. That's too bad. You'll have to wait till next time. Yeah, we have to get them. (laughs) Keep everyone on the edge of their seats. I'm going to start a new page with ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to see a pattern. So we, we started... And for readers, uh, you know, awareness, we've obviously recorded the previous podcast tonight and and now we're recording the second one and then we split them and release them a week apart. Um, but the podcast, or the scores, what they were before we started tonight was three each. Mm. Then after that last recording, you guys were two each. And now after this one, you're one each. Mm. So judging by this trend... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can I don't see want to end on zero. 
It'd be better than in the minus. No, I'm better equipped now. I've got one game written down, which oh, I'm yeah. sure is in the list. Oh. You've just revealed it to Matt. What if he gets first go <laughs> next time and he steals remember. your idea? He's not writing things down. He won't remember. Hmm. <laughs> Unless he sees this when I bring it out next time. Hmm. <laughs> John's still furiously writing. So... So. Stop looking at my list, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, he has a photographic memory. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That's what someone with, with a photographic memory would say. Yeah, yeah, it was trying to conceal their photographic memory. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to, because it's like a superpower. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Ah, Yes. It's that time of year again, that time of celebration, gift-giving, and less working. Less working and more gaming. That's why us at the Game the System Gaming Group slash podcast are going to do our first live Twitch stream. That's right. Myself, John, Mark, and Matt, we're all going to come together, do a stream together. Uh, Mark and Matt are going to do some world record attempts. Mark is uh, speedrunning Ghouls and Ghosts. Matt is doing his Kaboom. Uh, it's an amazing thing to behold. We're also going to be playing <laughs> Rhythm Tengoku, Streets of Rage, Resident Evil, Super Metroid, Capcom Classics, California Games, Wonder Boy, International Karate, Super Mario Kart, Sonic, Archon, Final Fight, Magic Sword, Double Dragon, Raiden, R-Type, Super Monkey Ball, Last Ninja, Wonder Boy, Captain Commando, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Road Rash. Uh, we really only have time for about six of those games, but hopefully all of those names has created some hype. It's going to be on the 29th of December. We're going to start sometime during the day and finish sometime at night. Come and check it out. It's going to be on my stream, twitch.tv slash Huego. That's H-Way-Go. And uh, come follow me so you know when we start. We'll see you there. So news and stuff. Um, Monster Boy. Yeah. Is a game that's coming out or is out. Mm -hmm. It's out there in the world. Is there physical versions in this country? Uh, I don't believe so. I thought maybe it was released on Switch physical in Australia, but no, I'm I'm pretty sure it's physical only in the US. Ah. And that's on Xbox One, PS4 and Switch. Are consoles region specific these days? I... Oh, it's in the UK as well, because I just, by you asking that question, reminded me that you can buy the UK version and it's region free. Maybe the US version is the same. I'm not Mm. sure. Okay. But yeah, this was a surprise to me. Mm. So have you played it or? No. Okay. But I found out about the release of this game just in a random Twitter post Mm -hmm. that I came across. Monster Boy. And I thought, oh, that's very Wonder Mm Boy-ish. And it looks Wonder Boy-ish. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it is Wonder Boy-ish because it's it's actually canon. It's a oh really? Yeah, it's a real Wonder Boy game. Oh, not only is it uh, made by the same guys who did the original Wonder Boys, <coughs> but it's also published by Sega. Okay. And uh, and if you look at the back of the box, I think it is no the front of the box. It 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 says that it's. You know, the next instalment of the Wonder Boy series or something like that. Mm -hmm. So why they've gone with a name like Monster Boy, I'm not really sure. Mm. Maybe 
someone else owns the rights to the name of Wonderboy, and so mm. Sega and these dudes can't release it as Wonderboy. I don't know, but mm. it's it's canon. It's a new Wonderboy game, which is right. pretty cool. So I didn't see that coming. The the full title seems to be Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Yeah, or, or Cursed Kingdom. Yeah, no matter, depending <laughs> how you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched this video, some guy reviewing it. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but he was saying technically the full name of this game, and I'm going to get this wrong because mm. I can't remember what it was, is something like Wonder Boy, Monster World Six, huh. Monster Boy, and then that other bit that you said. Yeah. Because and yeah, it's the sequel to one of the Monster World games which was what? up to five or something like that so how many are there there's I, quite a few i thought this this sounded like from the description something like the dragon's trap one yeah it's very 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 similar you mm. change into different animals and things like that yeah. yeah and apparently it's awesome i've heard uh people talking about this game and a couple of reviews i've seen it's meant to be really good and it's got remixed music from the original series in some of the levels. Oh. Um, it's very Wonder Boy 2-ish, so you go into, you know, stores and you buy boots and armor and mm-hmm. stuff like that and magic. and So, yeah, it's a real Wonder Boy game and I'm really keen to play it. Cool. But I'm, I want to get the physical copy. I don't want to get the digital yeah. download. So Yeah, I'd like to do that too. If you mm. do Source 1. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Yep. I'll pass it on to you. Mm. Or, yeah. I don't even know how that works now. Do you install it and then you don't need the disc? Oh, you probably still no. need the disc. Oh, wait. No, you'd, you'd be getting oh, you don't like have a PS4. PS4 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no, I mean like that. if you're going to import one, then oh, maybe, okay. I'll, maybe okay. I'll get one too at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah. Or... Switch version. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to play that. It looks good. Um, it's got a weird anime intro with a really bad song oh, really yeah <laughs> you know those sort of japanese pop uh, like songs you know wonder boy is our hero blah 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 blah. it's it looks really bad you mean sort <laughs> of like the style of bayonetta music no, or no okay it's not it doesn't more, feel more tongue-in-cheek like the, the pokemon yeah it's music. more pokemon-y and right it's full <laughs> animation like a cartoon yeah uh, yeah, it looks pretty dodgy, but once you get into the actual game, it looks really cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, a surprise, but a welcome surprise. Mm. I'm very happy to see another Wonder Boy game come out. Yeah. Because it's a really good series. I've only recently discovered it. Hmm. I found a box for that Wonder Boy cart, the Wonder Boy 3 cart. All right, cool. Yeah. I haven't got it yet, but mm. I paid for it. <laughs> right <laughs> I haven't got it yet though Is it a reproduction or an original? Uh, original Okay Yeah Noise mm-hmm. uh, The other thing that I could talk about is um, After PAX Maybe a couple of weeks after PAX uh, I received an email From the people who run PAX uh, It was a survey I thought everyone who attended PAX got this survey But apparently mm-hmm. you didn't no, Matt. I got the survey I just didn't fill it out like Oh I saw okay Right. Message from Reed Pop. They want a survey. Like and that. you just ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So maybe it was everyone that went to PAX. Uh, but yeah, it's the people who run or, I don't know, run the, 
the event but not actually own the PAX mm. brand or something. I don't know. Mm. But either way, uh, and it was a survey about would you attend a PAX-like gaming event in Sydney? So they're thinking of actually putting something as big as PAX on in Sydney. Mm. And the one thing that really caught my eye was there was there was a specific question around um, something about uh, would it make you want to more attend or not attend if there was a uh, retro consoles pinball uh, really? area. Oh. Mm. I should do this yeah. survey right now. Yeah, well, it's probably <laughs> closed now. <laughs> they usually just give you a less than a week. Really? Mm. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really, really interesting. Mm. Yeah. Will Sydney have their own huge gaming event soon? It looks like it might happen. Mm. And it will have a retro uh, area. If, if enough people yeah, respond so. to the survey. Yeah. And, yeah, they didn't just mention retro and consoles and stuff like that. They mentioned pinball as well. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I think that's pretty exciting. So, did they specifically say it would be like a PAX thing or...? Not a... They didn't say not a PAX thing, hmm. but they said an event such as PAX. Right. So, hmm. I think what they were insinuating there was an event just as big as PAX. Hmm. Whether, it would eat, whether that is a PAX in Sydney, I don't know. Mm. I'd be surprised. Mm. Yeah, I would be too. I don't think they could do two PAXs in Australia and I don't think they'd move it out of Melbourne because... I feel like they'd just be like cannibalising their own yeah, exactly. audience yep. if they did that. Yeah, And like we've talked about many times before, the stuff that the Mel- uh, Melbourne City do in regards to funding towards you know the arts and... Mm-hmm. And events such as these, the government actually kicks in to have these things. It's yeah. like so, Games Week or something. Yeah. Mm. So it's not moving out of Melbourne. Mm. No way. And I, we've talked about this before as well. We wouldn't want it out of Melbourne because mm. for us it's yeah. like a bit of a holiday. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it won't come out of Melbourne. I don't think they're going to do two PAXs in Australia. That would be weird. Mm. I think it's just going to be another gaming event. Mm. That's cool. But they do totally deleted They it. do Comic Con <laughs> as well, right? Yeah. Oh, the, in that email, I'm pretty sure it lists out things that they run. There's like five or so mm. expos mm. like that, yeah. 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 I did I went to Comic Con in Sydney here and it was pretty much like it's almost like um I don't know what you call it, the booth area or the market area yeah. in PAX. Yeah. It's just like a big version of that right. <laughs> with a lot more, you know, pop culture stuff, obviously, because that's what it is. Mm. And then and then they have, you know, all the signings and artists that are selling um, prints and stuff too. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's that was all it was pretty much. <laughs> all right. And it was kind of like, it's cool, but it's nothing like PAX. Mm. And I, I guess it's not a gaming thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's almost like just a big nerd shop, <laughs> mm. you know. Mm. So Lots of cosplay, I'd imagine. Yeah. 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 I guess that's why a lot of people go. That's yeah. like the main reason they go. Mm. So, hmm. Mm. So, watch that space. I don't know what, what that space is or where it is, but... Maybe it's just that that convention center is there now and they're like, what do we do? You yeah. Know? 
do I think we that's do a, something really big? I yeah. think that's the thing because that convention center in Darling Harbour is really awesome. And it's not simply because it's new or that it's big or anything like that. It's also because it's really accessible. Mm. And getting, as we've talked about before, getting anywhere in Sydney is a huge pain in the ass. Mm. But um, there's parking right in that venue. Uh, it's it's a good spot. They've done a really good job on mm. on that convention center. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe the opportunity is there. So now they can take it. Mm. Whereas before, where would they put something like that on? Mm. Probably be Homebush or something like that. Yeah. Who wants? I don't know. Getting to Homebush is a pain in the ass. Mm, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I think that's all I've got for stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can go into what we've been doing in gaming. I've been doing nothing <laughs> other than speedrunning Ghouls and Ghosts, but I spoke about that in the last podcast. Mm. Mm. So it's up to you guys. What's been happening? Mm-hmm. Well, I... So I, I forgot to mention in the last podcast, mm-hmm. when I went to Games Traders, mm-hmm. I took the Poo 64 with me uh-huh. to get tested. Tested for poo? Uh, no, I didn't test it for poo. I just cleaned it and assumed right. that I removed it of all poo. Right. Did yeah. that brown bit come off? It did, yeah. Okay. With some alcohol and elbow grease. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't imagining anything. There it was, was a brown It thing was somewhat granular. Right. Um, but it didn't have a smell. I didn't smell it. Ah, okay. That's yeah. probably a good idea. <laughs> mm. I smelt the console after I cleaned it and it just smelt, smelt like alcohol then. Right. So. Okay. I mean like, you know, isopropyl alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The good stuff. Not whiskey. Mm. <laughs> and for people who don't know what a poo 64 is. It's a 64 that's found on the side of the road with brown marks on it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which I gave to you. Yep. Mm. <laughs> For a trade. Yes. Which, which I've got to. I. Yeah. Got to trade you something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the suspenseful part. Um, did it work? It oh. works. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Well, there you go. Right. So I've got to have to buy a power supply and a controller and an AV cable, mm. but it works. And I also found he had. A boxed copy of Cruisin' World. Oh. There. <laughs> is that meant to be good? I think uh, it's meant to be all right, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it is okay. Hmm. But I had it when I was a kid and I played it a lot. Hmm. And I had a whole conversation on Twitter with some people about... So I just remember spending heaps of time grinding on that game to unlock something. And I think it was the fastest car in the game. Hmm. And so I kind of said this on Twitter and then some other people were basically having a conversation about it without me. <laughs> um, 
but um, yeah, they looked up the the unlocks, and there is one unlock where you have to get nine hundred and ninety nine uh, competition points or something, hmm. um, and that unlocks the fastest car in the game, and that makes sense because I just remember playing like because the way it works is you traverse well in Cruising USA the first game you traverse the country hmm. and you start from one end and each like state is a different track yeah and so you go all the way through the country um and so you can do each track separately if you want to but or you can do you know the whole country like cruise in usa mm. and you basically do it all in one big thing mm. um and cruising world's the same but it's the whole world instead of just one country you drive around the world yeah so there's like a there's an australian track and there's a bunch of different ones Hmm. Yeah, I I don't remember if there's a loading screen in between or if it seamlessly goes through, but there is tracks that are like under the ocean where you go in like a tunnel. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow, that solved yeah. that problem. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering how that worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my memory's all pretty vague, but I just remember, yeah, doing the whole track, the whole thing over and over and over and over. Hmm. And probably my first experience of actually grinding something hmm. um, because it wasn't difficult, but it just took a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever got there. Anyway, no. that was my memory. And then looking up the unlocks revealed what it was. Hmm. <laughs> so, so what sort of car was it? Um, Is it a real car? Like a, no. They're oh, not, okay. They're, they're made up cars. They're, they're made up cars, but they're based on real cars. Yeah. So, it had some name like Dragon Fire or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's supposed to be the fastest car in the game. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to playing some of that. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't have it yet. Right. But I've reserved it. Right. Mm. Hmm. Yep. Or well, laid it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like reserving. Yeah. With money. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I bought. Wonder Boy and Monster Land. Oh. What on? Just the cart. Oh, Master no. System. Master System, yeah. Yep. That's a game that I need to re-add to my collection because oh, I haven't got really? it. Really? Yeah. I had it back in the day and I don't know what I've done with it. It's disappeared. He's got a box one there too, but it was too much money. Yeah, I've seen a couple of Wonder Boy 2s at um, Game Traders MacArthur Square, but... Yeah, it's price is a little too high for the condition of the box mm -hmm. for me. Um, yeah, but one of these days I'll find one at the right price in the right condition. Oh, you should just talk to him. I'm sure he would negotiate. Maybe, Might, maybe not. Well, it's not really that actually. It's more that yeah, the condition of the box isn't uh, at the point where I'd want. In my collection, right. anyway. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Especially, you're just waiting for a nice one, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a game that I love, uh, I want it to be a nice copy. Yeah. Whereas if it's a game that I'm just adding to the collection because I'm adding to the collection, I generally don't have too much of a worry about what the condition of the box is. Yeah. But yeah, if it's a game I love, I want it to be somewhat nice. Yep. Fair enough. Cool. Mm. Um, and then I also picked up Pilot Wings on Super Nintendo. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <That's the one. laughs> Do you like it? Oh, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> the, the Nintendo like 64 it. one is trash. Really? But the Super Nintendo one, I, I quite like. Because I saw hmm. that one as well, and I was close to getting that, but I just didn't because I don't have the Nintendo 64 running yet because yeah. I need the power supply and stuff. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I was thinking of getting that too when when I get it. So, what, it's no good, the 64 version? I don't know. It just, I, never play, I, pl- I hadn't played it back in the day okay. and Nintendo 64 games. You know, really <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the yeah. only one. Uh, I actually never played it, so it's probably okay. a harsh thing to say. It's trash. Yep. Mm. Watch videos. Safe like, bet. I mean, and mm-hmm. it's probably in the top 100. It's exciting. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, next time. Yes. <laughs> Nintendo game. <laughs> Mental note. <laughs> yeah, I, I. so I did get a chance to sit down and play it a bit. And it's, I actually think it's really cool. Like The SNES one. Yeah. Hmm. The way the plane flies, hmm. I think it's the most realistic plane oh. in a 16-bit game. Oh, 16 Whoa, game. No, no, come on. No, no. <laughs> that is a huge call. Yeah, no. Really? Is there other... Maybe I haven't played that many games with plane flying. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stuff on the Amiga. Yeah. Um, well, I never... My Amiga, I've never played... Right. So you're specifically talking 16-bit consoles. Um, I'm specifically talking things that I've played on 16-bit right. consoles. Okay. <laughs> now, well, I mean, there's not that many realistic feeling. I mean, in terms of feel, hmm. like a lot of flight simulators are. I don't know. Maybe the Pilot Wings isn't a simulator, is it? I thought it was more arcadey. Yeah. Uh, feels it's it's, it's arcade got, like decent physics in it i mm. think but um mm. i think it's arcadey in terms of like it's always third person or tends to be third person but i think that the way that yeah like the physics the momentum so in the, the physics game, and the feel of the game rather than yeah you know, you're adjusting you got 10 buttons to adjust the yeah. left flap on your wing <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that's, that that's yeah. what i mean the way the game plays not right, not okay. like all right yeah okay. the controls what you're saying now yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. I don't I recall. You can't even like roll the plane. Like oh, it only really? turns, right? You can't. I haven't got so, that far. Yeah, so the, <laughs> that's why I like straight away. No, not really. <laughs> no, I like. I, I just. Yeah, I was just thinking. Well, because I've previously been playing like a bunch of X plane, like a real modern flight simulator, hmm. and then playing this, the plane fly like flew exactly as I expected it to fly. Yeah. Hmm. Um. In terms of, yeah, I guess the momentum was a big part of it, you know, like, because one thing I learned from playing flight simulators is um, when you're landing a plane, what they do is they don't, you don't dip like your nose down to go down. That's mm-hmm. not how they go down. Mm-hmm. They, they cut the engine power and tip the nose up and use like the, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it, the friction to slow themselves down mm. and to drop speed at the same time. If they're dropping speed too quickly, they would actually give the engine, if they're dropping too fast, they would increase the engine power. And that's the way it works in pilot wings as well. Mm. Or if you fly it that way, it, it works, um, which I was impressed by mm. for a game on Super Nintendo. Mm. Um, but maybe I'm maybe I maybe I shouldn't have been. I don't know. What? No, like yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. what you're describing is 
he's quite good in that game. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe it was just that. Maybe it was just a combination of like what I'd learned about how planes fly, and it could be translated into that game, and I was impressed by that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because usually games like that, you have to learn how the engine works, like in terms of how the game wants you to play the game. Mm. And then once you figure that out, you know what to do and you do what it wants you to do and then you win. Mm. Um, but this one, I was actually able to translate like real knowledge and use that to play the game. And to me, like that's a good game, you know. Mm. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, I don't have too much experience with pilot wings. I think I tried it back in the day and I never really liked it. So I just yeah. didn't play it much. Yeah, it's one game where I... I when I first saw it, I thought, uh, what's this game? Some boring thing. But sort of thing when you sit down and actually play it, uh, it gives you, you know, a series of simple goals. Mm. You know, so you, you fail, you just retry. Mm. Yeah, it, it, you know, just one more stage kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And that's a Nintendo game, isn't yeah. it? Yep. As in developed by Nintendo. Yep. So. Yeah. And I think there's one on most consoles like i've actually got one on 3ds as well hmm. um i don't know if there's one on switch i don't think so but the 64 one i don't know if there's one on wii or anything like that but hmm. yeah there's a 64 one so i'll have to try that the cart's like 15 bucks so i'll probably just buy it hmm. and i'll that let seems you know. cheap for a 64 <laughs> game um there's a lot of games around that kind of price you know the ones that there's just heaps of them and yeah. they're okay they're not like amazing yeah. the other one I and wanna... they're just carts they don't have a box yeah, so. yeah just carts yeah. yeah yeah with with nintendo now i've made the decision to just give up on the boxes hmm. <laughs> um with the sega stuff it's easier to get the boxes but with nintendo and it's just because of the price too they're more expensive yeah i just can't I just want to play the games, so it's too hard to wait for a boxed copy that I'm happy to pay the price for because basically it just doesn't happen. Mm. Yeah. So the other one I want to buy, which is like $15 as well, is Mission Impossible. I don't think it's a great game. <laughs> On 64? Yep. I need to stop saying 64. N64. <laughs> Commodore 64? Yeah, because yeah, 64 should be reserved the Commodore 64, yeah. the good system. Yeah. So N64. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, N64. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Is that based on the movies? Yep. Okay. The movie with Tom Cruise. It's got the level where you're dropping down uh, in yeah. that white yeah. room with oh. the laser beams. My most experience with that is the GIFs that you see on, well, yeah. back 10 years ago, yeah. probably. <laughs> it was a meme where, yeah, they'd add text to that thing coming down. Oh, really? I, I haven't seen the movie. I don't remember that. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Memes. Yeah. Yeah. I I played it a lot. I, I don't think it's a good game, but I want to get that again just for nostalgia reasons. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Mm. Yeah. So that's my... That's what I've been up to. Haven't you... Oh, we can come back to you.
go to Matt. Do you have stuff, Matt? Um, I can I can stretch this out. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? In obscure esports corner. All oh, right. Yeah. So we could talk about StarCraft again because there's tons happening, hmm. but I'll spare you. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to spare me. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a grand final on Saturday. Oh. My favorite player won a thing a few weeks ago. Oh. Who's your favorite player? Spoilers, because if I tell anyone, they can't watch it. Ah, oh. oh, right. But by the time this comes out, it'll be probably two, three weeks. Still. It's in the past. If you're okay. into StarCraft. Yeah. <laughs> there was a great finals a few weeks ago. Um, but really, what I was going to bring up is um, Tetris. Ah. So, um, I may have talked to you about this a while ago at the Portland Retro Game Expo, which is in October. So, it's actually old news. Very old news. Hmm. Um, they do the Tetris Classic. Classic Tetris World Championship. Yep. They play the NES Tetris. Yep. And um, I kind of knew about that at the time anyway. And like I'd, I'd watched videos. I knew who won as well. And only seen like a few clips. But since then, on the on the YouTube channel, they've been releasing produced videos of all the games. All right. And I've been watching all these as they've been released. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, then the grand final game they, they put up mm-hmm. uh, only last week, I think. Right. Um, yeah, but there's... there's there's a lot to say about that game and like the tournament that runs. This this is I'm pretty sure the Portland Retro Game Expo is the thing I would go to if we went to America. All oh, right. Yeah. Do they have other stuff besides Tetris? Uh, I, I guess I got no idea. It's a show. Yeah. So this they they've always hosted this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not aware that there's any others in there, but it's basically panels and right booths and stuff. That's how I know that expo anyway. Hmm. I've been trying to convince you to do an international retro thing for a while so if yeah. you've got some sort of inkling of yeah but interest see, but see it's in october which the only thing near that ever is blizzcon hmm. but um, here's another question and maybe this is a very small thing um probably even more so for matt since yeah. he's not really a collector but if you were going to go for a retro expo overseas would you go to england just because then you could buy all, like, PAL games. Hmm. No, for me, that the whole PAL NTSC thing doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, except for probably on specific games where, say, for instance, The Last Ninja, the NTSC and PAL ones have different cover art and things mm-hmm. like that, so I'd like... I, I do collect that. Mm. But otherwise, I don't care about the NTSC yeah. PAL stuff. Yeah, never have. And I wouldn't go to these things for the purposes of buying mm. stuff generally. Mm. It's really going there to experience the show and mm. go to panels and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Fair you enough. Know. Cool. Why would you? Uh, oh, it's always in the back of my mind, I guess. But I think that in the end, the the experience of, yeah, going to the show and I think... There's just so much more probably happening in the US, even though there's a lot in in Europe. Mm. Is the US the US is closer for us too, isn't it? Or I don't actually like, know that. Slightly. Like, right. Not enough to not worry much. about, I think. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, I think yeah, there's just probably so much more to see in the US that mm. 
I think the biggest uh, difference would be going to the US, the retro stuff would be very NES-centred, whereas mm. going to the UK would be very, you know, Commodore 64, Amiga, yeah. Spectrum, the sort of retro computer scene. Mm. Yeah. That's more attractive to me, mm. the, you know, the retro computer scene. Because, um, you know, Commodore 64 was popular in the US, but the NES is the retro platform of choice over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, if you're showing interest in one of these things, I'm not going to be too picky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wanting to go back to the US for a while, actually. So, Yeah, I'd love to do that. That'd be awesome. It's a potential class with PAX. Yeah, true. Australia, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've wanted to go to CAX for a long time, California Extreme. Oh, okay. But I can't remember when that's on. Hmm. But yeah, interesting, the whole Tetris stuff. I recently listened to a podcast. I can't remember which one it was. I'll have to look it up. Um, and they had a whole episode on the whole Tetris classic uh, okay. competition all right cool yeah and they covered the history yeah. like what it was really long time ago and now yeah. what it is now i think it was the arcade attack podcast okay but i should check because if i you know there's actually a <laughs> there's a full-length documentary uh called the ecstasy of order which yeah. kind of explains like the origin of how i think it's like pretty much how this tournament like became a thing mm. it's like the beginnings of that I'm going to write this down. The Ecstasy of Order. <laughs> is it on YouTube? No, that one isn't. That's on Vimeo. Oh. And then there is a YouTube video, which is a good explainer of how the game, the, how Nest Tetris works and like why, I mean, obviously they're American. That's why they're playing it. Hmm. But um, the things about the game, which there's a bunch of quirks on how to play it and the skill that you've got to put into yep. the way you control it. And I thought the well, arcade the version was considered like the... It is, but because of the mm. US. Yeah. Mm. So it's the NES. <laughs> yeah, pretty that's, that's pretty much why that's the case. Yeah. Like the thing with the, the game gets fast enough eventually that um, normal people can't play it normally. Mm. Right. So um, you, you, you can hold left or right and it does a thing like on a keyboard where you, you know, press a key, it'll, it'll have the key and then wait a second and then do a bunch more. Yeah. All right. So if you, you hold the, the, the whole trick is um, you got to start holding left or right before the piece appears to get it to move immediately. Mm. Mm. Um, so that's like this skill that people have to develop really, you know, like having the piece laid down, seeing the next one, knowing where to put it and pressing that direction kind of before it appears, but not moving that piece. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. crazy. Yeah. So there's people that play like that. And then there's people they call hyper tappers. Mm. These are the people that are like, the crazy vibrating hand that they can actually press the button faster than the automatic thing. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Okay, so in these videos, they've... Yeah, it's a picture of the player on the screen and also got a special uh, controller cam so you can watch these guys do it and they're like... Claw so hard to, Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like, you'd expect people to like, have a thumb on the thingy, a thumb on the buttons. Hmm. But... The two players in particular that got high level, they, you know, when they're not needing to do the hyper tapping, they just like normally what you expect. Mm-hmm. But when they've got to do it, they it's they always reach over their right hand and press it. So one guy uses mm. his thumb, his right hand thumb on the on the D pad, mm-hmm. and does that, and another guy is like he's 
fingers. Yeah, well. Yeah, so it's swapping between the left and right hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's all nuts. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the podcast I was referring to was the Arcade Attack podcast, oh. episode 94, if you want to check it out. Yeah. They talk about the whole history and yeah, what they were saying, sort of based on what you're talking about there, is that for a long time they thought, I think it's like level 29 or something, yeah. it's basically a kill screen. Yeah. No one could ever get past it because yeah. it's moving so fast. Yeah. Humans can't move the, the pieces fast enough. Yeah, they're falling so fast that you can't get a piece all the way over, mm. you know, to the sides, like actually clear lines or, you know, mm. once they've built up a bit, you can't get them over the edge, you know. Yeah, but now in the last year or, or something like that, people are actually passing it now and getting up to level 32 and mm. yeah. so by the guy, using these techniques of just hyper-tapping. Yeah. yeah. So the guy that won, he's one of these hyper-tappers and he, he's... I think pretty sure he was like the first recorded level 32. I think that's what it was. Or mm. 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. He did it on a stream. Mm. Jeez. 16 years old. Brand new yeah, player. Yeah, that's crazy. He's, he's, he's like a full... Is his first time in the tournament. You know, he, the whole time he's like, oh, I'm just so happy to just qualify. But he went and won the whole thing. Yeah. And that went viral. There was video of, you know, him being handed the trophy and stuff and him sort of breaking down yeah. and crying because he couldn't believe he'd actually won. Yeah. And yeah, it was pretty Versus, cool. And the other guy in the final, he's won, virtu- he's won almost all of them. Hmm. Like every time this tournament's been on, he's like, he's the, you know, the Golden Boy champion. He's like a really good, hmm. consistent player. Hmm. Yeah. And it's cool seeing uh, younger players coming and going into these retro um, game tournaments yeah. and doing really well. Hmm. You're seeing it a lot more often. I think with speedrunning as well, that's sort of making it popular for younger gamers to get into it. Yeah. You see it in pinball. There's these, you know, ridiculous, unbelievable players that, you know, they're actually only 15, 16 years old. And, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Mm. I, don't, I don't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you've got time. Oh, you can just watch, like, the Final Four and the Grand Final. That's, that's also... Mm entertaining matches yeah. mm. awesome do we have anything else because um, you were playing Smash Brothers yeah mm. yeah I got Smash Brothers I've been playing lots of Switch because it's in the lounge room mm. um, yeah been playing Breath of the Wild before that but Smash Brothers came out and it was pretty recent came out on the 7th of December. Okay. Yeah. So I've pretty much been playing it since then. What's it called? Smash Brothers? Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it has all the characters that... All characters that have ever been in a Smash Brothers game are in it. And plus more. How many basically. is that? Um, that's a good question, actually. <laughs> I think it's, it sounds like it's a lot by now, right? Yeah. It, there's a lot, yeah. Um, that must have been a monumental task balancing that, or is yeah, that a I don't, bad term in relation to Smash Brothers? Because is that balanced? Um, is that game balanced well? Isn't there usually controversies of one character just destroys everyone else? Or uh, I don't know if there's any characters that are banned from competition, but they can certainly do that. And but I think that there just tends to be. So strong tiers, like there's characters that just don't get used in competition because they're just not powerful. Mm. Um, 
But there's a lot of... Oh, I actually watched a documentary not too long ago about the rise of competition with Smash Brothers Melee. And there's a lot of players that would choose characters that were considered low tier and just be able to win with them. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so I think it's more about the techniques that are involved and the development of the techniques hmm. that people use. And I think there's a lot of mind games involved in it as well. Yeah. It's about predicting what the other player is going to do. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, I think Bayonetta was uh, considered OP in the right. previous game. Yeah. So I don't know if they made any changes to that. But one thing that they have put in this game, which is interesting, is there's um, hand, like a handicap system for characters. So hmm. you can actually... And I think they put it in there for competition. Um so you can go into the settings and like give certain characters a handicap mm-hmm. or, or boost them. Mm. So I think there's like five levels. So you can either boost them by five levels or you can handicap them by five levels. And that's new? Uh, it's just in this game. It's new to this game. New to uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I guess... Yeah, as a tournament director, if you felt like a character was too strong or too weak, you could tweak them to be more balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think... I think they do try to balance it, but not as seriously as like Street Fighter or... Mm. I don't know. Maybe... Uh, I mean, I'm certainly no expert, but... Yeah, well, <laughs> in the, yeah, well Street Fighter has its own balancing issues. There's always the you know top tier characters and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's notoriously tough to balance those games because, you know, players are going to try and find the flaws and manipulate things and, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of the game? Um, I like it. I don't... As far as I understand it, it's not a lot different to the previous one. Right. Um, in terms of gameplay, I think they've done some tweaks... But um, it's not hugely different. I'm just looking up how many characters there are. Uh, there's 70. That's a lot of characters. Yeah, so it's like Marvel versus Capcom <laughs> 2 level of characters kind of thing. More, right? Yeah, I think it's more. I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that sounds like the it's most characters in a fighting game ever, Probably. Maybe? Probably. Hmm. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You should see the... Have you ever looked up Mugen Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Mortal Kombat mod for people that don't know. I don't like, think it's a Mortal Kombat mod. I think it's just a mod that uh, you can just throw any character from any fighting game into. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you'd have Mortal Kombat characters versus Street Fighter oh, characters. Oh, yeah. I've heard King this. of Fighters characters. Made-up characters, like Pepsi Man and all those sort of things. But there's a version of it. I know there's a Mortal Kombat version of it that's, like, designed to be playable. Mm -hmm. And some of the characters are ridiculous, but it is playable. Whereas I think the ones sometimes, the ones that just have all the characters thrown in are just not necessarily really very playable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's Um, right. Yeah, Yeah, because you've got characters like Obama and... (laughs) <laughs> All that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Smash Brothers. 
Yeah, I learned a lot about the game. There's a lot of nuance to it. Hmm. Um, and there's a single player? Yes. Right. So, so there's a bit of a story mode or... Yeah. I haven't... So I've played it. I haven't played heaps of it. There is a bit of a story mode. Basically, um, all the characters have been taken over by this evil presence thing. And Typical. turned into like puppets and you have to go and rescue them and each time you rescue someone you unlock a character Hmm. Um, but then on top of that there's also spirits so spirits like boost your character um, throughout the story mode Hmm. and the spirits are like uh, like even more characters like really obscure characters from lots of different games Hmm. and there's like hundreds of them basically so there's even more characters in the game but they're not playable fighters right um they're just like little boosts. It's almost like having a card that gives you a boost. Mm. Yeah, so there's heaps of those and you unlock those in the story as well. Um, but as far as the story goes, I haven't experienced much story. It's pretty much just going around a map, like unlocking things. Mm. Um, so while there is a story mode, I don't know how much of a story yeah there really is you know and obviously with that amount of characters they couldn't do a story mode for each character Mm. that'd be crazy Mm. yeah the open opening cinematic's pretty cool there's a i'm sure people have seen it but it's a really funny bit um because it's got all the characters and one of the characters is solid snake and when they're being captured by the evil presence there's like this this ray of light that's going along and like um sucking them up kind of thing and uh, they're all trying to run away from it or, like, shoot it and stuff. And, and it's cool because they're all using, like, their various powers from their games. And, mm. you know, um, even you see Sonic, like, running away from it. And, you know, it, it it's paying homage to their special, yeah. unique yeah. Um, characteristics. I can guess what Solid Snake does. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I can guess what he does. <laughs> Should I say it or do you want to guess? <laughs> I'm happy to guess. Okay. He uh, hides himself in a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just see, like, you wouldn't know it was him if you didn't know the game. It's just, like, all these characters being sucked up and then there's just this box sitting there <laughs> and it just the light goes over it and takes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Because I remember when Solid Snake was introduced into Smash Brothers and I can't remember which which one it was, mm. but it was a while ago. Yeah, that was like the hilarious move that he did. Oh. He just put a box on himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited to use Bayonetta because I haven't played any of the Smash games with Bayonetta. Well, the mm. last one I played was Melee, so mm. yeah, she's fun to play. Um, and I'm surprisingly, there's the me characters, so there's three types of Miis. There's the sword me. The gunner me, which has like the Metroid style gun, mm-hmm. and the fighter me, um, and the sword one's actually really good. I've really taken to that character because you can change their special moves as well, hmm. so you can kind of customize them to set it up the way you want. Okay, which is seems not overpowered, but you can set it up the way you, you know yeah seems exploitable maybe yeah but it's it's a hard game i've found it quite hard but i think that's because there's a legacy of skill that people have built yeah. up over time yeah and i'm coming like really fresh to the game 
because I haven't played it in a really long time. Mm. Um, so I've had to, there's been a lot of learning and a lot of frustration and Brianna keeps saying, why don't you play Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to play this. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Mm. Is um, Arthur from Ghouls and Ghosts in there? Or no. Or Ghosts and Goblins? Okay. No. Oh, he's Missed in the opportunity. other game. He's in uh, Marvelverse Capcom. Yeah. Is it Marvelverse Capcom? Oh. Yeah. Three, yeah. Infinite. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to call it there because mm. I'm I'm getting picked up in a few minutes. Alrighty. So that was a podcast mm. that we did. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just trying to fill dead air while I find the closing statement. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Game the System podcast. If you'd like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co. I should probably write a new one of these. <laughs> It's probably getting really boring. Uh, you can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M-A-R-C-S underscore tweet. I almost failed spelling my own name again, but I didn't. Uh, John and Matt, you guys both have your Twitch channels. Matt is BSS is watching you. Yeah. No spaces. No. One word. Yeah. <laughs> John, your twitch.tv slash Huago. Yep. H-W-A-Y-G-O. That's it. And that is it. Mm-hmm. That's us. Yep. We're done. Thanks we for listening. Done. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.